Hello and welcome to the Bearables Traders Podcast, Talk with Traders. In this episode, Thor and I discuss several emotions that traders face and the impact they can have on our trading ability. We also share some key things you can put in place to control your emotions and not let them get to the extreme limits. Let's jump into episode number three, Trading with Emotions. All right, welcome back, guys, uh, with Thor and Carlos. Hopefully, you guys are uh, had a great, at the time of this recording, hopefully you had a great uh, long weekend. Uh, we were off on uh, yesterday, thir- Monday, so now it's Tuesday, and we're we're kind of just you know getting back into trading. Thor, how's it been, my friend? How's everything? Oh man, it's absolutely great. Had a fantastic weekend. Um, you know, if you couldn't tell, I got my Jags jersey on. Wearing a so uh, for anyone who's watching this on the YouTube, um, Jacksonville Jaguars having our having our moment in the sun per se. Um, we'll see what happens. But we were at the playoff game. Um, and by the way, anyone who likes cold, pass. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't I don't know what you y'all are into, but it was freezing in there. I mean, it was like forty degrees. We had all the warm clothes we owned, which was not much. On we were still cold, uh, but it was a really interesting game. Um, I think it was a real testament to um, realizing that not all the time your wins come in the beginning of an endeavor. Um, for anyone who caught the game, it was it was a. I think it was the third largest comeback in playoff history yeah, um, yeah. or something like that. So the Jags started way down and, you know, and, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about emotions and, you know, fears and stuff like this, but imagine the high level of performance in that scenario, um, yes, you know, down and yes. out basically at halftime and then having the control to, and you know, to handle the pressure to come back in and, and rally that thing out. It was, it was pretty impressive to watch, if nothing else, just from a, a high performer's psychological <laughs> standpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you, my friend. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself over the weekend. Um, and uh, again, back this week to trading for a short week of trading uh, at the time of this recording. Uh, guys, if you've been listening, this will be our third episode. And today we want to get into, you know, uh, emotions and, you know, trading with emotions and how to deal with some of the things that come up in our last episode. If you missed it, we talked a little bit about the, the fears uh, that mm. come with the pressure of trading, as just Thor was mentioning now. And, you know, and, and we strongly believe, Thor, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you feel any different, you know, you can't eliminate emotions from trading. It is it is something that is part of trading. It's like, you know, this is a risky environment when you put on a trade every time. You, can, you cannot eliminate risk. You cannot eliminate emotions. It's the exact same thing. You know, it's part of, a, it's part of this, uh, this craft that comes alongside it. Um, and it's good and bad at times. And there's good emotions. There's bad emotions. I think when it goes to the extremes and it goes beyond the limitations, that's when it starts getting, you know, uh, Absolutely. it starts getting bad as far as results, right? Um, so we'll talk to you a little bit on how we can... How we'll deal with that and some of the things you can do to, again, not eliminate it, but, but somewhat control it. So, um, Thor, you, you talk a lot about, you know, the fear of missing out. I know that in the chat, we talk about the fear of missing out. We talk about Romo as well, which is the regret of, of missing out. Um, what are some of the big things you see as far as fear that you see traders kind of uh, get hung up on? So one of the things I, I talk a lot about, um, but you know, it, it was a realization I had to have within myself, which is that fear is always going to be there, just like loss is always going to be there, right? So it's so it, it's to attempt to eliminate something that's always going to be there is a little futile, um, but to mitigate it and control that, um, sure, you know, we can we can definitely go down that road. Now, for me, I always have this um, terminology because I don't like concepts around emotion right so like if someone says how are you confident 
right? I don't say I'm confident because I'm not. What I have is a, a slight different play on words, which we like to use the word conviction, right? So, so we build a system. We work very hard to find the statistical likeliness for success. And then we, we gain conviction in that system. And then we utilize that system to overcome, you know, our emotions. I, a kind of a funny concept I have, right, is um, the concept of the trust fall. Right. Yeah, um, I like that. I, I like that. You go to the corporate thing. You've had. You've probably done that. I know you did corporate America for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you probably mm -hmm. had to go to some like picnic or something where someone yeah. wanted you to do yeah. a trust fall. But the thing is, is I always thought they they named it wrong, right? Because it's not a trust fall; it's a fall trust, right? <laughs> you, you 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 don't trust the people you're working with, and therefore you fall. That's not the nature of the exercise. It's actually the fact that you don't trust them. You have to make yourself vulnerable. You have to risk that, and then when they catch you you start to develop trust, Correct. right? And a lot of right. people get that. Well, for the market, your conviction, your system is very much the same. You're not going to ever have confidence going in, right? Which that's, that's really the freaky part, right? Is yeah. it not? Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're, the emotions are there and the only way to get rid of them or to mitigate them is to get in and, and do it. And that creates almost this cycle that's very difficult for some traders to break out of this just fear conviction fear it's always back and forth yeah, I mean, what about yeah. you man like what, what what do you do i mean i know i know you've been you know crushing but i know you've had some moments where you've had you know a few days of draw down you know and yeah, you gotta yeah. shake that you know and say no 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 uh, it still absolutely. works i can't yeah. i can't blow up the ship because a couple i mean how do you what do you think how are you yeah i mean it fear being the one of the biggest emotions we have right we have the the big fear of obviously losing money right that's the number one fear i think when it comes to trading because that's your biggest threat your biggest threat is to lose money right and everything else kind of falls second place to that as far as you know uh fear of missing out and everything else you know it kind of falls into that but you know that that fear becomes a problem when it, two things when you don't have uh somewhat of a plan in place you don't have things in mm. order and that's where it kind of things get out of control um and don't get me wrong guys no matter how long you've been trading i've been trading for five years we spoke about this before thor you've been trading for almost around the same time about the same we're, yeah yeah we're going on our, on our fifth year of trading and still there are times where i get into a trade and i realize that you know this is a i'm a little more emotional than i, I typically would be it does get better as time passes um but once in a while you are in these trades that you realize you know what this is not, I don't, I don't feel too good about this trade. It's a little bit of fear of losing losing money or that it's not going to work out or that, you know, I got in at the wrong time or I didn't read this properly. That something's just not going to go your way. And then that automatically right away builds that fear, which is tied mm -hmm. into <laughs> losing money. Um, so th the way I deal with it many times is you got to build that trust in your plan. And you kind of, you kind of, you said it perfect, right? When you get up there and you're going to throw yourself backwards with your eyes closed, you don't you, you might not have the trust yet you build that trust over time and i think trading is the same way as you have your plan in place the the as you go and follow your plan over and over and over again i think you build that confidence in someone right it's like relationships right you meet someone for the first time you don't trust them you don't know them you might be given the benefit of the doubt but as they you know as they become reliable and you, you trust them more and more that trust kind of builds yeah, they might let you down here and there, but you're not going to kill the entire relationship, right? If something goes wrong, you know, you have, you, you build this credit of trust that you can now withdraw from, right? Uh, and mm -hmm. I think it's the same thing in trading. You, you build these strategies where you build the trust. Hey, this, how, this has worked over the long period of time. You know, I can let one bad trade kind of dictate, like you said, the entire thing and just burn the whole ship down. 
doesn't work that way, right? Kind of mitigate, put that into a position and then just kind of move forward uh, and don't let the fear take over everything. I mean, I don't know about you, man, but I've been, I've been in situations where the emotions were running really, really high and it's usually not in a winning trade. Yeah. <laughs> so it's usually on, on a, on a big red trade. And, and at times for me, I either went too big or got into a trade that I knew I should not be trading. Uh, and I know you've been in those situations. So I think everybody has. As, as I mean, we've all been trading. there, man. We've all been there where we've, you know, we're the, the thing here too is, is don't be afraid to be wrong once you're in a position either. You know, there's, there's many of a time where I get into a position. As soon as I get into the position, I look at the order book and a giant order came out on the bid below on the book. And I said, well, somebody a lot bigger than me thinks this thing's a short right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, so, and, and then at that point I'll kind of look at it and I'll say, you know, I don't have to be right on this one. You know what I mean? It's, and then, so there's, there's a lot of fears. There's the fear of the losing money. And then there's just the fear of being a loser. Right. Just yeah, not it's actually, being correct. It's actually bigger, bigger than, you know, money, where, really. you know yeah. the, the yeah. humility to just say, you know what, I had an idea. And from the looks of things, this idea is wrong. Um, I might want to go ahead and, and preserve capital, get out of this thing or, you know, or go there. But for me, mitigating that it's what, what I recommend, especially for a lot of new traders is to define a set of rules that you're going to adhere to, make them few and make them powerful. Right. So, so, you know, I'm not saying go out there and necessarily write a whole book, which, you know, might be good for you, but, you know, go out there and just say, Hey, all right, I want to make sure like, you know, I'm going to only trade if it tests this level and then don't trade unless it tests that level. Right. right the order book right. has to look this way. The volume needs to be this way. These things, you know, set a few criteria that you can really bank on to utilize and then start letting the information be your guide. Like one thing that I know Carlos and I use a lot, but we try and teach a lot is, you know, as you're journaling your trading and you're starting to look through, you need to ha be able to have your data specific enough to actually do something with it. You can't track every metric um, yeah, and yeah. you can't act on every metric. You, you, need, you need to just know, okay, I'm looking for this, 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 and this. If I have that, I'm pulling the trigger, go. Right. And then after that, just let your statistics, the way I got around emotion was that way. I, 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 you know, you ever see that movie Moneyball? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, of course. The, the one, you know, what, the, why do you pick this guy? Why do you pick this guy? Why do you pick this guy? And the answer was because he gets on base. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But not a home run hitter amongst any of them. I don't care. They get on base. That's me. I'm like the Moneyball uh, stock trader, basically. Like I, I, I don't really have a ton of home runs, um, mm -hmm. maybe a few a year where I just like really nail something that just ends up being this massive trade, but I get on base a lot, right? right so I, right. I, I make I make most of my days statistically just grabbing one R, two R, three R, and then every now and again, boom, big, you know, 20 R trade or something that just, you know, goes off, you know, catch the edge of a range really well or something. But for the most part, I'm just, just looking to get on base, you know, yeah, and then yeah. see what happens. And that, that tends to work for me well, because then I can go back into my stats and I can say, okay, when I tried this setup, I took it with this way. Did it work? Did it work? How often? When? Okay, you do this setup, you're winning 80% of the time. Well, if I'm winning 80% of the time, then I don't, I don't have much to worry about, right? right so, and then right. I structure around that and just evaluate. And as long as it's working, it's working. Yeah, you, you, you know, keep doing you, it. Yeah, yeah. You can't be afraid because if you fear out on it, what happens if your worst trade is your first trade, right? Your first trade's a loser. You got to be able to take that losing trade wash it off 
and just roll, right? Get into the next one. Cause if not, your first one could have been the garbage trade. They actually, they most often are my statistically, my first trades are most often my worst ones. So it's funny you mentioned that because, um, we, we, we tend to kind of reset and you have to kind of do this a little bit. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You want to reset every time you start a new day, you know, forget about, you know, the bad stuff that happened the day before and just kind of reset and focus on, you know, on the new day, right? New trading day, new trading week, and don't carry the baggage. Just carry what you definitely want to carry what you learned though, right? What you learned, you want to carry that yeah. over, but you don't want to carry the stuff that's going to prevent you from like taking a trade or, or trading well. Um, and I think that if you start the first one with that emotion, that losing trade, that creates that negative emotion, you got to kind of remember like, okay, although this is happening now in this first trade, you know, I got to remember that this is a winning strategy, right? This, mm. I have trust in this strategy. So yeah, the, the fear is, is starting up pretty high because I lost my first trade of the day, my first trade of the week, first trade of the month, usually kind of, you know, it has a little emotional emotion attached to it. But it shouldn't dictate what's going to happen going forward. And, and it's, it's so hard, guys, as humans to, you know, to have all these different controls and different types of emotions that we feel throughout trading. It's, it's not something that just happens overnight, but over time. And this is why this is such a long-term game. Mm-hmm. Over time becomes less and less, right? I feel like when traders start out, uh, especially at the beginning, they're, they're hitting both extremes, right? The, the, all the way down, the, you know, very negative fears, very positive when they have a win. And then eventually you want to, like you said, level this out, right? Uh, you mentioned that you take a lot of trades or they're very, uh, they're very um, high uh, performing trades, right? As far as results. But over time, you know, you're not hitting these crazy home runs, which is kind of, you know, people might think that's kind of boring trading, but I've, I've become that boring trading as, trader as mm. well. I don't have boring these, trading is good trading. It, it is. It is. I don't have these <laughs> really big days where I'm jumping out of my seat and say, oh, wow. I don't have that as much anymore because again, I'm not getting into this really crazy, wild, risky trades anymore. I'd rather, like you said, I'd rather get on base. Uh, and I think when you approach trading in that mentality, it does help you kind of control the emotions a little bit. So you're more of a level out trader. You're not a, a boom and bust trader. You're not bouncing off the, you know, the walls when it comes to your emotions, whether positive or negative. Because um, I think both extremes, whether good or bad, they have a negative effect at the end as far as the trading. Right. Well, hundred percent true. And, and think about like, you know, your statistics, right? Let's say you're, a, you, you nail, um, 60% of your trades or even 50% of your trades, just 50, 50. Well, if your first two trades are losing trades, statistically, you're about to bank, right? Like you're, you're really, really, you're, I mean, statistically you're a 50, 50 trader. You, let's say you do yeah. four trades on average a day. You've just lost your first two. A lot of people, this is where they panic and they go, oh no, I'm down two trades. They start doing, it's like, but you're a 50, 50 trader. Like you're, you're ready. It's time to hit this one yeah, right now. Yeah. Obviously it doesn't always line up that way, but for the most part, that's where a lot of newer traders, especially you're going to find your solace where you're going to be able to hang out and chill is to focus on process, not profit. So, so this is kind of the other thing that we talk about our big caveat for dealing with the FOMOs and the fears and the greeds and all of that stuff is is to put your effort and your and your focus into a system or a process that you can follow and utilize you know and it doesn't matter what kind of trader you are right this isn't a trader personality kind of a thing right like we're not talking momentum versus range versus any of these other things right momentum traders still need to plan trades they still should be intentful about where they're going to trade they're just using momentum indicators right that's the only thing that makes a momentum trader different than anybody else is they're using averages and momentum where i'm like a range trader so i'm using like pivots and levels 
Carlos, my man, finds the best levels on the market. That's why you come into his pre-market show. Um, so th- I believe they are considered to be magic at times. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. So, so you know, you, you just got to focus on what works for your style. But that doesn't negate, even if you're a momentum trader or someone who's a really, like, quick pusher, you know, this doesn't negate, you know, you're a scalper, you're any of these other things. The other, the whole back half of that is all the same thing. The only thing that differentiates you is is basically your entry and profit-taking methodology. But everything in the middle, your emotional control, your, your wherewithal, your understanding and market, you know, knowledge, a lot of the things too, fear and FOMO too, um, it's a lack of knowledge. A lot of the times I think when people are afraid or they're really feeling scared, it's because they really don't know what's going on. And, yeah, and that might yeah. just mean you need to bone up and, you know, and get a little bit more into the technicals and start learning, you know, maybe dial into engineering with the markets with our boy, Jared. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't learned anything, you can listen to that guy for about five minutes and you'll be confused in no time. <laughs> you definitely can learn a lot every morning guys Monday through Thursday uh, Jerry's on our YouTube channel uh, if you haven't visited our U- on YouTube yet and uh, 8 a.m. he's going through a lot of you know pretty pretty uh, good stuff good quality information that can uh, definitely options help ranges you. all yeah, kinds of stuff yeah. I mean it's incredible guys emotion yeah yeah guys emotion is a, is a real thing and again as we mentioned before you can't really eliminate it one of the things you can do is uh, we can talk about ways to control it right and how you can uh keep it somewhat in 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 a range that is healthy as a trader um that is not creating you know um uh, a negative mindset for you because it's not just during trading right uh, the, the thing about emotions is that it can carry outside of trading you could be done trading if you had a really bad day it can affect your mood even on the personal level right like i've been in situations where i had such a bad day trading where it, it can affect the way I'm reacting to my wife, my patient with my kids. I mean, this sure. carries on outside of this desk here at times, right? And, and and that is something you you obviously never want to do. But if it does happen, you have to find ways to kind of, you know, to take a chill pill. Maybe, you know, uh, instead of going, you know, straight to uh, your duties as far as a father, a husband or whatever, you know, wife, whatever you that is, maybe take a walk, take a drive, you know, go somewhere. Just kind of reset before you get back into your actual, you know, your actual life, which is more important than trading. And one of the things that um, Andrew has said in the past is, you know, uh, from a webinar he went to is, you know, fit trading into your life, not your life into trading. And, and that stuck with me because that is so important, man. Um, at times we get so fixated on trying to make this work, which we love trading so much that it mm. can become, it can take a place of, uh, importance that it shouldn't have. Right. And it should never carry over to your personal environment. I mean, Thor, you know how it is, man, our, our kids, <laughs> they can really push the right buttons. And if you have a day where it's been really emotional, you know, it can be tough to disconnect that and just kind of get into, okay, uh, I'm a dad now, you know, I'm a husband now I'm at home. I need to kind of disconnect from that and and do what I need to do as far as it goes mentally and and otherwise. Right. So not an easy thing to do, not an easy thing to do. Well, a hundred percent too. And I I think the, the motto is, uh, see if I can do this without messing it up. Um, it's, uh, trade to live, not live to trade. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, you know, one of the, yeah. one of the alluring things of becoming a trader is the thought that you can sit down and in 15 minutes or 20 minutes a day, you know, once you've put in the time, you can pull out basically a full day's wage and then go do whatever you want. But yeah, it's so funny how so many of us, once we get into that position, I think maybe because we're just used to working 70 hour work weeks, but I mean, once you get into that position where you're, you're, you're now doing it, 
and you're now making the money, it's like you're still at your desk and you're still yeah. trading and you're still, you're still, you know, I, the, you know, you make all your money in like 15 minutes and then you spend the next four hours trying to either preserve capital or bake mm. an extra 50 bucks. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah. and you, you were already there. You already done. Like, you really just, this is what you want to do all day or go for a jog, you know, like, yeah. you know, go, yeah. go hang out with your kids, you know, but I, I have, you know, what you're saying is a hundred percent and that's, that goes both ways too, right? Like if you're getting ready to trade, you know, if you were just downstairs and I deal with this problem a lot because, you know, my daughter um, is severe on the autism spectrum. So she has meltdowns, you know, that yeah, you know can sometimes yeah. become kind of self-injurious, mm -hmm. you know, so so we go we go from, you know, I'm downstairs dealing with that first thing in the morning trying to get her ready. And then I got to come up here and, you know, there there are times when I come up here and I'm just sitting at my desk. I'm like, man, I'm I'm not touching my keyboard right like I'm, I know right now I'm yeah, not going to make yeah. good decisions. I can tell I'm rattled, you know, and, and, and for me, I, I kind of, I, you know, I love, I love a good analogy, but you know, I go to one of the, you know, one of the somatic masterpieces of all time, happy Gilmore. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in the big defining characteristics of him being the best golf player in the entire world or the worst hockey player in the entire world yeah, it yeah. is literally his emotional state. Um, and, and, I, and I think, although maybe exacerbated in the movie quite a bit, it rings true. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's really hard to come in here, sit down, uh, be all razzled up. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, now I'm going to make clear, concise, thoughtful moves. Tough to do. It's you know I mean? extremely, so extremely tough to do. And this is why, you, you, you know, you got to be aware of how, you, like you mentioned now, how your emotions are, are, are before you get into trading before you start your trading day you know keep a track of that keep a journal and again build build that trust build that trust uh, by being disciplined when you realize you know when i'm feeling this way i don't the outcome hasn't been positive you know it hasn't been great so get a quick mental check on how you're doing with your emotions and decide whether it's the best thing to trade or not to trade right um so, mm -hmm. so i think that's uh extremely important guys here's some of the things you can do um again to control emotions you're, you're not going to eliminate them but you can definitely control them and put checks and balances in place so so that you can trust your decisions when you when you decide to trade when you decide to stop trading or when you get into a very high tense emotional situation one of them is uh you know you have got to have a plan in place you really got to have a plan in place because what happens is, um, and I, I talk about this in my onboarding class. We do an onboarding class every Monday, by the way, at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. For those hearing in the, in the, on any podcast or on YouTube, you can join us there and get an intro membership for Bearboot Traders. Um, it is seven days, right? And you can join that onboarding classes live and we'll talk about, you know, the community and how important that is. But one of the things we, I always tell people is that the people that do not have a plan are the ones that turn a small problem into a big one. Right, you're going to have problems. There's going to be problems along the way, no matter what you do here. But if you have a trading plan in place, um, it can that problem can stay small or, or controlled. Right, if you don't, it becomes a huge problem. Right, and, and it's easier said than done. So one of the ways we can control emotions because you really can't eliminate them is again having a plan in place. You know, having a, a trading a trading plan in place. And this is different than a trade book. A trade book is specific to your strategies, your entries, your criteria, so you're looking for entries, exits, uh, and more detail in that sense. Your trading plan, uh, your business trading plan tells you, okay, if, I'm, if I have three losses in a row, I stop trading, right? Because you know mm -hmm. what happens, right? Uh, after you have three losses in a row, you start triggering emotions, right? You start triggering things that you know in the past, 
can create a negative outcome. So having a trading plan in place that you can follow is going to prevent the emotions from getting out of control. And again, emotions are not bad. I think they're, they're you should feel emotional. We're humans. We're not going to eliminate that. Um, you should be, you should feel good when you trade good. You should feel good about that when you make a positive, sure. you know, uh, uh, a return or income. And you should feel crappy when you trade, when you don't trade well, right? When you don't trade, you should feel crappy about it. And then that can help, you know, uh, become better trade as far as following your rules. Now, always know that within limits, you know, you, you can remove trading and you are going to have losses no matter what, even if you did everything right, right? So there's got to be Absolutely. such a control when it comes to emotions, but having a, a trading plan in place is going to be big. Um, what's another one that you think that we can uh, throw on there to be able to prevent? Well, so for me, you know, I'm, I'm a super like strong process over profit guy. So, you know, what you're saying rings really, really true. And, and I like the way you're talking about segmenting it from an individual, like per trade system versus how you're managing your business. Yeah, you know, these yeah. are all separate elements that need to be in there. Um, and for me, for me, I really, really like using a system for my trading, a trading plan like Carlos is talking about, because if you follow, there's a bunch of reasons why, but my major highlights are one, emotional, since we're sticking with that. If I have a system in place and I follow that system exactly the way I'm supposed to, then it's not really my fault whether the system works or not, right? right? I'm, right. I'm an entry mechanism, right? I'm, I'm just adjudicating things as I see and then I'm doing that. But in the long run, I'm going to look to my system and adjudicate the system. And as long as yeah. my performance is consistent, then I really don't need to get mad at myself about anything. I don't need to get too mm -hmm. upset. I don't need to say, man, you stink. None of those emotions need to come in. I just need to continue to tweak the system. The, yeah, the spot yeah. where most traders do not work out, and it, and it is the crux basically, and it's when we're trying to get traders over the hump, generically it is, they don't use their system. Um, right. They negate their system all yeah. the time. And because of that, they emotionally beat the junk out of them. Themselves. You know what I right. mean? Oh, I don't know why I can't just do this. I can't just do that. And it's like, well, I don't know either, bud. You know, I mean, it's it's written right there. You know, go short when it does this. It did it. You went short, but you didn't hold the position. Mm -hmm. So the yeah. issue was with your execution, not with your system. And if you're not following, if you're not utilizing the system, that gets really complicated because now it's like, who's wrong? Is it me? Am right. I wrong? Right. Or is the system wrong? The buck's got to start somewhere, right? So for, for me, it's if I can just execute like I'm supposed to every single time, then, then I can step back and say, okay, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, and this doesn't work. Fix it. How does it work? Now, you know, I used to be an IT guy, so maybe this just kind of falls back into that kind of a concept of it, which is I'm, you know, try something, see if it works. If it fails, you don't beat yourself up about it. Just try something else, see if it works. Once something yeah, works. Yeah keep trying it you know what i mean yeah and, and you build that trust on it too yeah and you build that trust on it the more you do it the more you do it the more you follow your rules the more that you build that trust to follow your plan and knowing hey when this works if i do this right so you, it's a it's a thing that over time gets better you're not going to be perfect at it right away it's going to get better um one of the things i have here on my notes as well is uh you know guys trading a, a decent size you know um yeah. you know if you're if you're trading big size which again is great because you, when you it works out, you can see the income, you can see the the big wins. 
But when you're trading a bigger size, you know, usually you can tap into those emotions very, very quickly. Right. And that's something you want to avoid. Right. Again, you want to size accordingly. You don't want to size to the point that it becomes that you don't care about the trade. You should have some skin in the game. Right. Don't, don't, don't say, you know, I, I want to trade. I want to because I hear traders at times, especially newer traders. I want to trade without emotion. I want to be, you know, in a, a completely emotionless trader. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. I, I don't think that's actually possible. Right. Depending on on, uh, on your trading plan. I think there is some emotions involved. I think there's going to be some skin in the game. I think it's just very controlled to the point that you're not making emotional decisions. Right. Like, oh, this size is too big. I, I'm not willing to accept this law. So now you're going to go, as you mentioned before against your plan because now you're not willing to accept the loss when you needed to stop out mm -hmm. and then from there it's just a domino effect we, we know what happens there you know more bad habits come in over trading and, and, and that's where you start getting uh, into trouble so uh, i think it's something fair to say that emotions are, are part of trading they're not going to go anywhere just like risk is just like losing is uh but controlling that fear and building that trust in your plan it's going to help you uh, be able to deal with some of the things that are part of trading. You know, no matter yeah, and I mean, and, and not only are emotions there, you guys have to keep in mind, emotions are what drives the market. That's you guys true. see, you yeah. guys see, a, whenever you see a weird tweet go out and all of a sudden like an index, you know, like spy or something can jump a few percent on someone's tweet. You have to start realizing like, we, we are in an emotionally fickle environment. The, the, you know, the paper hands dominate. And, you know, right now with the way the market is, any little shift in news, one direction or the other can bring in massive volatility mm -hmm. to a stock. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is emotions, right? That this is, this is what they want to do, right? When, when the, when the shorts no longer believe it's going to go down. So they're afraid that they're not generating profit anymore. Right, they're going to start covering and getting out of their positions. When, when the bulls, it's gone as far as they think there's value, so they start to sell. Right, the price is going to start to drop. But it's always, you know, that weird shakeout candle that happens right before mm -hmm. the market mm -hmm. goes long. That's for you, right? That yeah. that that yeah. is that is a fear candle for you, right? You've bought in at that range. They're going to drop it under the range to see if they can panic you out of your position, and they often will, right? And then the question is, do you have the conviction to get back in? Right. So you've yeah, been shaken yeah. out because they got you, but your setup's still good. Your rules are still good. You're still holding. Are you going to be able to get back in now? Or did that loss generate enough fear in you that now you're stuck out? And that is what they are really hoping for, right? They just got your money and now you're not willing to get back in. Right. And so the whole market, you know, as you start to read, Tale as old as time. Go back, you know, pick up any yeah, author you yeah. want from Anna Cooling to Livermore, you know, Wyckoff. You go to any one of them back there and they're, that's what they're going to be spinning yarns on a whole book long, talking about how the market making process is designed um, to exacerbate your fears and to, yeah. and, to, and to get you out. Your, your fear, the greed, it's all part of emotions. And uh, and like you said, that's what drives the market. Uh, guys, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, we're wrapping up here. Just a couple of things to do a summary on this episode, you know, fear is part of trading. You know, you're not going to eliminate it good or bad. You want to keep your emotions in check. Um, when you're either having good or bad results, it's important to, you know, not make decisions just off 
of a heavy uh, or high moment of emotions. Very, very important. Uh, and as we wrap this up, guys, thank you so much for listening over on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast platform that you're that you're listening to. Give us a definitely a review. Give us a star there as well. We would love to hear your feedback. And on YouTube, we've been loving the comments there. Also, Thor and I read every single one of them. So thank you so much for that. And we look forward to seeing you guys on our next episode, which we're running this every um, every week we record. Thor and I get together and hopefully we're bringing some topics that uh, that can help you guys uh, in your trading career. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. We really appreciate you hanging out. Um, if you get a chance, uh, please come by and check us out. We'll see you then.